It's episode 28, Thread Leopard, <laughs> of a crazy little thing called Love Dev. This has been one of my favourite episodes as well. It's episode 28 of a crazy little thing called Love Death. Hello guys, how are you? I'm alright man, I'm alright. Last episode I told you I had gout, had a gout attack. Quick info, I haven't been to work for a week. I've been at home, it's like I've had holiday for a week at home on my own. Bit depressing, I didn't want this holiday. Well... I didn't want to be off work for a week, first of all. Because um, I'm not getting paid, am I? You know, so you start worrying. Oh, like, you're a week you're a week down on payments. Is that going to tally up so you can pay off your mortgage and the rest of the bills that come in the ass? You never see money, do you? I never see money in my wallet. Very rare I'll have money in my wallet. If I've got money in my wallet, it's basically change. Always use my card, isn't it? That's that's what it's like now, 21st century. Everyone's using cards or your phone. That's a new thing, isn't it? I've never paid for anything on my phone. Don't know why, I just can't be asked. You know what I mean? I've got a card, same thing, isn't it? Scan, done, gone. Under 30 quid. <laughs> uh, anyway, apart from that, yeah, I'm all right, man. So I announced some news. Well, it was kind of news, wasn't it? Those of you who don't follow me on Instagram and Facebook uh, don't know what the news is. So, basically, in August, we have the big art festival called the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And it's massive. It's the biggest one in the world. All arts are there. You know, comedy, music, theatre, cabaret, um, street performers, bands... It's an amazing experience if you ever, if you've never been, should I say, if you've never been to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, then make your way down there, guys. Put it on your bucket list. It's definitely recommended. Go on a weekend if you can. Thursday to Sunday, that's when it's more busier. And I mean, it's busy anyway, regardless, but it's absolutely amazing. So that's in August. It's very expensive, by the way. So if you are planning to go, maybe start looking at Airbnbs, bed and breakfast, hotels. Hotels are going to be expensive, to be honest. So you're most likely be ending up staying on the outskirts of the city, which is fairly... you can get to. Um, also, oh yeah, they have the um, military tattoo as well. So that's basically in the castle. And uh, they have like a parade, like soldiers you know playing the drums and all that that's massive as well so that's why it's extra busy there coaches coaches and coaches outside the castle go and see that event but the reason i say all this is because me love dev barpega i hope i said that right yep i've been selected for a lineup in edinburgh uh it's called best in class 2020 now, Best in Class 2020 was organised by a comic named Sean Davis. Now, Sean Davis originally, uh, um, she got picked for 
a lineup in Edinburgh, on a comedy lineup, she had to pay £1,800, which is a lot of money, to be in the show and to take part. She had to pay that much money. So she set up a GoFundMe page to support herself because she's a working class comic. So she has a day job. She's got bills to pay, like all of us. And when you're in the comedy industry, it's there is a lot of money you put into it. You know, fuel, food, travelling, those who don't drive, um, hotels. A lot of comics who I know gig outside of their city and it's like a two, three hour drive. They have to end up getting a hotel to stay over the night. You know, I'm one of the privileged ones who can drive so I can get back home because I like my bed. So basically, back to the story, Sean Davis set up this GoFundMe page and then the, this, the people who run in this complimentation show found out about it and then they told her straight, they said, we don't want you. We don't want someone who's crowdfunding their own, you know, to get to come and be on our lineup. So she thought, you know what, sod this then. She went and turned it around. She basically set up her own complimentation show because she realised that People who are middle class obviously um, have the background, have the money, come from that art background, you know, that drama stuff, want to be comedians. They're able to afford that. So she thought, I'm going to do my own thing. And she set up a thing called Best in Class, which is 100% crowdfunded. So people donate money. So comics like myself and others will go up for the whole month to do a show. So the, she's chosen... She's run it for two years now. It's been running for two years. And it has been successful. Every show has sold out, apparently, for the past two years. And people are spreading the word. And they love seeing comics that they don't get a chance to see. I haven't been to Edinburgh Fringe Festival since 2016. That was the last time I went to the festival to do my solo show, which was called Infectious. I was also on a previous lineup called Big Value back in 2015. 14 and that was a lot of fun so i know what it's going to be like it's going to be an hour show there's probably going to be three or four comics on the bill i think there's eight of us that have been selected to do it so what's going to happen is we're all going to do a week each which is why it's the best in class it's working class funded i can only afford a week obviously because of work and stuff so that's that guys that that's the news um it's called best in class if you hashtag it on twitter Best in Class 2020. Twitter, Google that or go on Twitter. Type in that hashtag. You should find it. There will be a link to all the info of where we're performing. Also, we are performing around the UK at different venues. So we're doing the Leicester Comedy Festival. We're doing the Vault Comedy Festival down in London. We're also doing a lot of other clubs around the UK to showcase um, the talent that we have. So that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, so guys, please, if you can, I know I mention it all the time about my Patreon page. No one donates to that. But you know what? I'm not bothered. It's my birthday in a couple of weeks, in about a month's time. Is it a month? No, it's not actually. It's in 21 days. My birthday is in 21 days. Um, So I would love it, even if you gave a quid. One pound, one dollar, one yen. What, I don't know how much is a yen. Whatever you can afford, yeah. Donate it because we want to raise a bit of money. I think it's about a £2,000 limit. And that will help us to pay for our posters, pay for the venue. And, you know, just have the room. Yeah. So, 
you can do it, guys. I know you can do it. Uh, I know it's been a long, long plug about it, but I, I do need to shout it out. And you will be hearing more about it. Yes, you will. Yeah, man. So th- that's that, really. And in other news, in Birmingham, uh, I saw, as you know, I follow this Birmingham Live app and it updates with me local news. I was shocked to see this one, actually. Now, basically, there's an area in Birmingham called Chelmsley Wood. Chelmsley Wood is proper rough, man. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those uh, ghetto areas. And it's so bad that in Chelmsley Wood, there's a KFC restaurant there. And they've had to put barbed wire <laughs> around the counter. It's that bad. They've actually got they've got uh, metal bars, yeah? And then these wires along it on the counter. And that's to protect the staff there. That is absolutely crazy. So apparently people are jumping over the counter and attacking staff. What is wrong with you people, man? I mean, they should just use chicken wire in it. <laughs> they should have put chicken... That's my bloody phone. They should have put chicken wire around the thing. Can you imagine that? Fried chicken, yeah, around a chicken pen. So imagine going in there and ordering, you know, your food. If they had chicken wire around it, you'd be going... I'll have a, can I have, um, <laughs> can I have some popcorn chicken? Yeah. And can you feed it to me? Yeah. Through the wire. <laughs> and I'll have a crushums. Yeah. With a straw, please. So I can drink that through the, through the, uh, wire. And apparently there was a McDonald's near that KFC, right? In Chelmsley Wood. And McDonald's had to put a bouncer on the door. <laughs> a bouncer, you know. You can't even eat anywhere peacefully. They won't even let you in if you're wearing jeans. (laughs) You see bouncers mainly in city centres. You do see them on the restaurants in the UK. That's how bad it is. When they get drunk, people just can't can't control the alcohol. That's what this country's like, man. I mean, the article even puts on there, right, that KFC in Chelmsley Wood for the past 12 months last year. It's put down um, their crime rate, yeah. So in January, two antisocial behaviours. February, one antisocial behaviour. One shoplifting. How do you shoplift at KFC? <laughs> what have you been taking? The napkins and a free ketchup. <laughs> right, and then there's violence and sexual offences. That is crazy. And then it carries out like, every month. They've had the same thing. Burglary, over theft. That's probably staff, isn't it? Taking extra um, popcorn chicken there. Criminal damage and arson. I bet someone's pooed. <laughs> I bet someone's pooed or weed in the corner of the restaurant. I wouldn't be surprised, man. Bicycle theft. That's not good. I'm not, I'm a cycleist. That ain't good. Public order. Don't know what that is. Does that mean when the public orders too much food? <laughs> I don't know. And that's for the whole month. Every month they've had this incident. So, in a way, I don't blame them putting that chicken wire across the counter. But, come on, people of Birmingham. What's wrong with you, man? It's your it's your area, man. Look after it. I know I know it's just a restaurant. It's KFC and they're loaded. But the colonel won't like that, would he? I mean, I've got, a, I've got a, a McDonald's by me. And they've actually got a security guard as well. Think of it. When I go down there. But they don't have any barbed wires around the counter yet. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it is King Standing. Bit like Chalmersley Wood, King Standing is. 
Do you know what, guys? I think it's time we did the weird news story. Today's weird news story is... Dead Leopard on the A646 turned out to be some tarts coat. <laughs> okay, what is this story about? A father has said how he tentatively approached what he thought was a leopard in the road while driving through the West Yorkshire. Ben Lilly, shout out to Ben Lilly, 40 years old, happy birthday, passed the spotty shape on the A646 near the Hedman Bridge on Saturday morning. Intrigued, he turned round to try and get a look at the animal up close. He cautiously left his car, heart racing and fearing his face may be ripped off by the fearsome beast. But then, his fear turned out to be an embarrassment, <laughs> as he realised that it was just an abandoned onesie, complete with a tail. <laughs> Someone's done a prank there, definitely. Admitting his silly mistake on Facebook, Ben said, careful, there's a dead leopard in the road on the way to Halifax. Oh no, it's some tarts coat from last night. Can't believe I turned back for this. <laughs> well, do you know what though, looking at the picture, it does look like a dead leopard. It's like, obviously, a leopard print. Um, it's a coat, but it's kind of like shriveled up with the tail hanging out. So it looks like a dead leopard. Ben thought it was a leopard, but it later turned out to be a onesie. That's what it says on the picture. He added, my heart was racing with a kind of excitement. Yeah, I would be as well. I thought, is this a big cat? It would be an amazing thing to find. I saw something in the distance as I was coming round the bend and slowed down, giving it a wide berth in case it was an injured animal. As I passed, I looked out the passenger window and I saw the markings on it. It had the tail bit on it too, so it looked really well real while I was driving. I thought, wow, you hear these sightings of big cats around the Halifax area? <laughs> there must have been reports before. I spun round where I could turn around and drove back along again. It looked real, and then I parked behind it, and I looked from within the car. So he didn't even get out of the car. <laughs> That's how scared he was. Um, you know what, though? It could be playing dead in it if it was a proper cat. I got cautiously because I didn't want something taking my face off. As soon as I looked at it from the other angle, I started laughing. <laughs> I crept up with my phone out, and as the angle changed, I felt like I was on candid camera. Watch out, Beatles about. Watch out, Beatles about. You better watch out, cause Beatles about. Used to be a TV show. Those of you who don't know what I'm on about. Used to prank people called Jeremy Beetle. Jeremy Beetle's about. I was chuckling to myself. I started laughing then to save my own embarrassment. I pulled up to the onesie. That explains the, that explains the tale on it at the time. I thought it was a woman's fur coat. <laughs> I thought someone had had a good time and left their colt behind. Living near the Pennines, you do often see roadkill in the road. Yeah, it's all countryside here, isn't it? So you see foxes, badgers, or the odd person's pet. <laughs> I thought for a minute, or just the odd person. Jesus. When I came back later, someone had pushed it onto the pavement. A few people had commented saying they'd also seen it. Other drivers were obviously thinking the same thing, but I was just silly enough to stop. Well, at least you stop, mate. You know, because if it was a dead animal, a leopard, yeah, I'd probably escape from the zoo, most likely. I made a joke about the tarts coat, which a couple of people might have thought was a little bit sexist. <laughs> I want to know what the joke is. 
But at the time, it had been a Friday night. It was Saturday morning, and Halifax is a bit of a drinking town. There you go. Even Halifax is a drinking town, which relates to Chelmsley Wood and the rest of the UK. So that was today's weird news story. Have you ever found something like a coat on the floor? I haven't. Um, oh, I've got a story, similar story, actually. Now, it's kind of similar to this, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, what it is, yeah, uh, back uh, about a couple of years ago, it was we had a bad winter, right? So we get, like, grit. We get grit, and um, I can't remember if I've mentioned this already on the podcast. So we had we get grit, free grit, basically. The council provides it. It's for the roads, mainly. Well, people use it on their pavements and on their drive. <laughs> That's what I use it for. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a bag of that grit, and I got a carrier bag, and I filled it up, and I... Put it in my porch on my front near my front door, just to save it in case the weather gets bad again. Yeah, and <laughs> Sheila, she sent me a message. She goes, <laughs> she said someone is cursing our house. I was like, what? <laughs> she goes, somebody's cursing the house. They've left. They've left. Um, we call it sonf, yeah, and it looks like grit. It's like a, a dessert, like it's got like raisins in it, and it's. Uh, do you know what? I don't even know what it's made of. It's made out of some kind of flour, yeah. It's kind of like a base for a cheese um, cheesecake, right? <laughs> you know the base, the biscuit bit. It looks like that basically, with raisins in it when it's crumbled up, and uh, <laughs> Sheila was like. I think someone's cursing the house. Someone's putting bad luck on our house. I was like, what? You, what? What? Like, she goes, I've, I found this bag and it's got that stuff in it and people use that to curse you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about the grit. Yeah. And um, <laughs> my mom rings me up as well. My mom goes, uh, she goes, love Dev. You know, there's uh, somebody's doing the bad magic on your house, you know. You have to be very careful. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Put the bag, right? Take the bag and take it to the skip. Don't put it in your wheelie bin because the, the still you will have the bad luck because it's in your bin. <laughs> uh, we got rid of it, right? <laughs> Sheila got rid of it, yeah. And, uh, and then after a couple of days, I was thinking about it. I was like, who the hell is going to put bad luck on my house? Like, I don't believe in all that superstitious stuff. I was like, oh, I don't believe that, man. Who's going to do that? So I asked you, I said, what would, what what did he look like? And she goes, she goes, he looked like a bit like sand, but I think it was a dessert. <laughs> she goes, he had little stones in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go, what bag was it? What kind of carrier bag was it? She goes, she goes it was an Aldi bag. <laughs> I said you can get bloody black magic stuff now from Aldi. I didn't know that. Probably from the Middle Isle, innit? <laughs> and I, then I thought, I thought, hang on a minute. I bought, I took some grit and I filled it in that Aldi carrier bag. I said, that's, I go, that's not bad luck thing. I go, that's grit. <laughs> she go, I go, I'd put that in the carrier bag and left it in the porch in case we get snow again. <laughs> oh, Sheila was embarrassed after that. <laughs> so yeah, I can relate to that story. That's absolutely hilarious. 
Oh, you know what? I ain't going to do, um, what was it called? No Stupid Questions. We'll leave that one out today because the podcast has been long enough. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. As always, I love doing this podcast. It's like I'm gigging in my own house. Um, <laughs> yep, yeah, as always, share share the podcast if you enjoyed it. Please, can you leave a review? I'm begging you now. I'm touching your feet like an Indian guy. <laughs> Just please just leave a review if you enjoyed it. If you didn't like it, just put it in the comments. <laughs> I need to know, man. I need some feedback because I don't know if my listeners have gone down. Majority of them have been in the UK and I reckon a lot of them being comedians. But if you think it's good, yeah, share it, man. Just one little comment. I've been listening to this for a couple of weeks and I really enjoy it. Have a listen. That's all you got to do. Um, yeah, and like I said previously... I will put a link for that Patreon, for the GoFundMe page, for that showcase that we're doing in Edinburgh. So any support that you can give towards it is greatly appreciated. I really do appreciate it. And you know what, guys? Thank you for listening to me. I mean it a lot. Really do. It's the end of the month. It's 31st of Jan. It's Brexit Day. We're supposed to be leaving Brexit today. We'll have to see. Maybe I'll talk about it in the next podcast. I don't know. Anyway... Take care of yourselves. I love you all. Bye for now.